Good morning, everyone. This is Iowimala, and hi, it's a Tuesday morning, and it's December 29th. And here in Crystal Lake, we've, we've got a snow warning this morning that it's supposed to get really colder, and uh, we're supposed to have a snowstorm with a warning for about the next 24 hours, so... Uh, I guess winter winter always comes after Christmas. Even if we didn't have any snow for Christmas, now we're starting to now we're starting to realize, yeah, this is really winter. So it'll get colder and the roads will be bad for another at least a few days. Uh, so it's a good time to find ways to cheer up and if, this, if missing the sun is a problem for you in the winter, I know it can be for me if we have too many dark days. Um, do things to bring some light into your environment. I'm, I think I'm going to get a grow light because I want to keep my plants going for the winter. So I think that might be um, that may, might be a good way for me to get some extra sunshine this winter and also to nurture my interest again in plants in the house, which I think it's probably was the 70s, was the last time that I had plants all over my house. Now I have two, but that seems like a lot to me, so I'm trying to, <laughs> to nurture them. My amaryllis is still, all of my three things have bloomed, but you know now the, the ones who first bloomed are fading away, and the one that was the late bloomer is still looking good and still has a couple of blossoms to open. So this is a wonderful plant to also uh, just, it's a constant reminder for me about the impermanence of all things because it's so beautiful. But now, if you know about the way the amaryllis is, it does, the bloom doesn't last very long. And then you wake up one morning and there's there are these uh, blossoms that are just have already after maybe a week uh, just drooping, almost ready to fall off. And then the others that haven't bloomed yet are still coming out, but then in about a week or so they'll probably all be gone. So it's a good reminder of impermanence. And we need to have that reminder that when we remember impermanence of all things, and that includes ourselves, it can help spur us on to be more uh, urgent in the things that we want to do in this lifetime and the qualities that we want to develop for ourselves to have the experience of of to have the experience of the peace and the joy that those, those qualities can bring us when they're developed. And those are all the qualities like patience and uh, perseverance. And, but they're the skillful qualities that allow us to be, uh, to be peacemakers and also allow us to do the things that we, that we want to get done in this lifetime. So, uh, the flowers are a beautiful example of how nothing nothing lasts forever, no matter how beautiful it is. 
or how or how well taken care of it may be. So that and the pandemic have been the best teachers for us in this. And it seems like it's a crazy time, but it's also uh, maybe a crazy wisdom time. So I wanted to talk a little bit today, and then we can practice with it. We've been doing as a way to ground the body and to feel that connection with our body. We've been doing that uh, meditation or that body scan that covers our anatomical parts when we do skin, flesh, and bones. And, you know, we start that, and uh, as we first started it, we used it as a body scan. And then there are some others. So the first part of the four foundations of mindfulness, the first is the body. So we begin with those anatomical parts that... Bhante Analio has shortened to skin, flesh, and bones instead of naming those, I think, 32 anatomical parts. And it's in a scan where we do skin from the top of our head to our toes in, in a relatively, uh, starts out slower, but then we become, it becomes smoother and faster as we do it and add other things to it. So we do skin from head to toe, and then from our feet back up to the top of our head. We do the flesh, which is everything under the skin and all those kind of wet inside parts. And then the third one, the third flow scan, is for uh, bone. So it's all the hardness. But the skeleton, you can think of it as the skeleton. We do that. And each time it's just a pass through the body, but we're, we're grasping in our awareness or all those body parts. So the second one that we do that we, we, we can add to the uh, anatomical parts are the elements. And it took me a long time to recognize the significance of the elements. I thought, oh, that's just kind of an outdated thing. But the elements... Is, this is another way for us to connect with our body and also to see our connection with everything, to see that we're just part of this earth. We're made up of earth, and we're, we're connected to everything else that, that is made up the same, out of the same elements that we're made up of. And so it puts our, our world into perspective for us, but also helps us understand how deeply connected we are to all other beings and even the earth itself and the environment. So it's also very good grounding. So the four elements are earth and water and fire, the heat element, and wind. And wind includes a lot of the movement. It also includes our breath, breathing in, breathing out. So the so we begin and we do the same kind of scan. We go from the top of our head down through our toes, doing earth. And earth is everything that is, we often think of it as the hard, innate parts of our, well, we 
they're not really innate, but the hardness in the body or the solidity. So we think of the bones, we can think of hair, our fingernails, our teeth, all of the, the, uh, the, the more solid, heavier elements. That's, that's earth. And when we go up, then we think of water. So the body is mostly water. We've got a lot of water in the form of all the water and all the wet parts of our body and our blood and our tears and saliva and mucus and, you know, all the wet, all the wet things, everything wet. And then the third one when we go down is fire and fire is the heat element. So we, there's fire, you know, we all have a temperature. We gauge our body health based on our temperature. Um, and we know when we're digesting food, the body has to create that, uh, it takes heat to even digest the food. And then we get the energy, the calories we think of. Those are all heat units of heat because we get our energy from the heat that we generate and that the food gives us. The, the food is like the fuel for us. And so uh, fire is, is that very por- important part that we think of as uh, the, a lot of energy in that. And then the last one is, is uh, wind, which is air and um, a lot of the movement and you know we think of that it's never it's that's always like uh it it it's based there's a lot of movement when we think of wind so even even the things going on in our body when we can feel different sensations a lot of that is that wind it's that it's that uh, movement So those give us then, as we do those body scans, those four, we, we begin to also see our, that physical connection again with, with nature and that our body is made up of the same things that all other bodies are made up of. And, and so much of life is based on those four elements and, um, it's another way to feel grounded and to feel connected. And it's another way to feel, uh, to be, to be aware, to be aware of the, also the, the impermanence of our, of the nature of this, of this body. Because all of these things, um, are always changing. There's never, it's never exactly the same. All of these elements are, are at work, uh, shifting and changing. And just like rock will wear down over time, we, we may not see it because it's the sense of time for that rock is di- very different from ours. So we may not be able to see the mountain shift from the earth element down into a, a breakdown into different, uh, different structures of earth element. But it's happening, and the same—the same with us. The, the, uh, the, 
proportions of these elements in our body shift all the time, and the movement of them shifts, and um, their parts are being worn down, and parts need to be restored a lot, and it's all going on, and it's it's part of that. It's part of that. The part of us it's constantly changing. So there's. So I keep getting disconnect signs. So I hope it's not interrupting on your end. So. What we'll do first is do this. Do just the element scan, and then when we begin to sit for the rest of our time, I'll show you just how we fit that into to a meditation practice. And if you if these body scans work for you, try practicing just on their own, um, and see how it feels. How it if it helps you connect with your body. If it helps you be able to connect more with your body in your daily practice and your daily mindfulness. Because the goal of all of this is to allow us to be living a life of mindfulness, not just when we're sitting. And it becomes just part of our uh, the way we are after much practice and much reflection and, and uh, really working with it to see if it really does work. Well, I don't have to read anything. So let's begin just with the element scan, the meditation on the elements. So begin at the top of your head, and we're going to move down through the body. And close your eyes, if, if you can do that. And we're going to begin with Earth. So start at the top of your head and move through your head and be aware of earth elements. Again, these may these will be the hair, your bones. Your teeth, your eyebrows, your facial hair all the bones in your head. So move through your head, earth, and your neck, earth, into your shoulders, earth elements. Move down your upper arms on both both arms. Be aware of earth elements. the harder, more stable elements, but they too fade away. Your lower arms, is the bone, body hair, into your hands and fingers, the earth elements. your nails, your bones, the hair. Now come back to your upper torso, earth elements. 
This is from your skin and the hair on your skin all the way through to the center of your bones. And your mid-torso, earth element. And your lower abdomen and your pelvic area, earth element. Move into your hips. Now into your upper legs, earth element. Your lower legs, earth element. And into your feet and your toes, earth element. the bones, your toenails, now from your feet coming up we look at the, we observe the, the water element and so much of our body is water. There's blood, there's the fluids that lubricate our joints and our muscles and the, and the body parts, the flesh parts. So much water. So the water element in your feet and your toes. And then through your ankles and up into your lower legs, water element. Your knees and those joints. Then into your upper legs, water element. Then in the pelvic area and the hips, water element. Then move into your hands and your fingers. Be aware of water element. You may feel your fingers and if they're dry, It's a lack of the water element on your skin. But all through your body and your hands and your fingers, inside, outside, water element. And into your wrist, then your lower arms, water element. Upper arms, water element. Then back to your lower abdomen, water element. There's, we start all of the organs in our body and we know how, how there's water keeping everything moving and soft and in the right place. 
Move into your mid-torso, water element. And your upper torso, water element. Into your shoulders. Think of your throat and your esophagus and how you need to keep everything lubricated. Into your head. Your mouth and your tongue and your eyeballs and your brain, all the flesh, the water element. all the way to the top of your head. Now we'll go down and do a scan down, doing fire, fire element, heat. The work of keeping the organs operating, the heat that's, the heat or the lack of heat. So it's temperature. So the fire element, starting with your head. Be aware of the fire element wherever you can find it or recognize it. Fire element is keeping our temperature, body temperature, at a healthy level or it can become unhealthy, going up too much or down, the lack of fire, too much fire. Go down through your neck. Into your shoulders. Fire element down into both arms, upper arm and lower arm, fire element to your hands and your fingers, fire element back to your upper torso and your mid torso fire element. Now we have, if you've had anything to eat today, your digestion is working away and that's takes the fire element and then that the food is creating the energy that becomes fire element. To the lower abdomen and the hips and the pelvic area fire element down into your upper legs fire element Your lower legs, fire element. When we walk or run, every movement we make requires a fire element. 
and move into your lower legs and your ankles and then into your feet and toes, fire element. Now coming up from your toes back to the top of your head, we'll work with water, uh, air, the air element, wind element. So it's not just air, it's the movement of the air, so wind, bodies. And it's our breathing, so very important. So start with your toes and your feet, wind element, your lower legs and your upper legs, wind element, now your hips and pelvic area, wind element, up into your gut, your lower abdomen, wind element, We can hear our stomachs gurgle sometimes. We can hear noises uh, as our food is digested and moving through our intestines. There's a lot of elemental work there. There's wind, water, fire. So be aware of the wind element in your gut. Then into the mid-torso and upper torso, the, the wind element in our lungs. If there was no wind element, our lungs wouldn't be rising and falling, or our bellies wouldn't be rising and falling. And then move into your fingers and hands, the wind element, your lower arms and your upper arms, wind element. And into your shoulders, the wind element in your neck. and your head. We feel the wind element as we speak and as it goes through our voice box, as we breathe, if we sneeze, if we cough, Our hearing depends on that wind element. All through your head, wind element. And to the top of the head. So, our meditation for today has been working with the 
with the elements as part of the the working with the body in the first section of the four foundations of mindfulness we begin with the body and that connection with the body and that's part of our learning to be grounded but everything we know comes from this body so this is our essential wisdom teacher this is how we learn everything through our senses and then we learn how we react and respond to things and how our mind works and so we're always seeing this interplay and we're also seeing more and more our connection with all other living things all other beings all other bodies all other all other living th- living beings and we see the impermanence of this body and the the transitory nature everything is always it's never in any kind of solid state it's always in flux and that can help us understand that concept of there's no uh, no self it's really just that there's no un unchanging solid self which is good news because it means there's always uh, we can be in a bad mood one minute and a good mood the next so there's always that possibility of that change that's why we work with our minds all of our lives we're always working examining ourselves questioning things enjoying things understanding understanding ourselves understanding the world understanding each other that's a, that's a continual process so a good time now can be a good time for you to just move into sitting with your breath and just being uh, in that beautiful quiet place of just being and my time with you is up for today but i hope these are helpful if you have questions about these different body scans we're doing please uh please let me know ask me and you can also go to the satipatthana sutta or any commentaries or studies or uh talks on it and it it will explain it probably much better than i but uh these these are practices that i've been learning through the pandemic so i want to share them with you so have a beautiful day i will see you on thursday and i hope you're you uh find sunshine wherever you are thank you so much for being with me